What's up, everybody? Welcome to Silence Your Cell Phones. It's me, Jarrett, here with the not usual suspect, Frank Perucci. Frank, thank you for joining us in Kevin's absence. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. Super pumped to be here. Um, been, it'll be a nice break from the work that I've been doing all week. So yeah, yeah, you got. I'm, are you in finals? Uh, I am. So next week is like dead week, and then yeah. finals is the week after. Okay, is dead week like the week to study and cram for all your stuff or catch up on things you haven't done? It should be. However, I have a midterm a week before my final in one of my classes, so that's... Sounds awful. I don't miss college. Yeah. But anywho, so have you ever done a podcast, or is this your first one? Uh, this is my first one. I feel so honored. Uh, so I know you've listened to a couple of them as we start out is tradition what have you been watching this week uh see nothing in terms of movies mm -hmm. but moon knight i caught up on moon knight sweet so you saw episode three episode three was sweet so good as and like as a fan of moon knight very excited for this character because uh like he deserves to get a good story and so i'm glad he got a series and not just like a one-off movie origin story yeah you're like the one person i know personally that's actually read or knows anything about him the character so he's awesome you think are they doing him justice i think so so in the comics i guess spoiler territory probably yeah yeah let him let him rip all right so in the comics mark specter is like the original person inhabiting the body right and stephen grant is his he creates Stephen Grant as like an alter ego, and Stephen Grant is also a million like a huge philanthropist, right? Um, and he creates Stephen Grant to like hide his mercenary background. Is is there a so this is what I picked up? So spoiler alerts, and then we can pick back up on what you've been watching if you've watched more than Moon Knight. Uh, is the, I think there's a third personality. There is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Jake. Is who they're like setting up. Okay. And he was supposed to be, like, if Stephen Grant is, like, big millionaire guy, Stephen uh -huh. Grant is, like, on the ground, like, sleuthy type, um, get in with, like, street smarts and stuff like that. Okay. Because they made this third personality out to be, like, bad. The killer. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, I'm interested to see who, like, if they choose the alias Jake or it's someone different. Yeah. Uh I'm also super interested. I think the more Oscar Isaac having to act alongside of other Oscar Isaacs I get to see, I'm pretty excited for because I think he's great. Yeah. Uh, so what else? Or you just been Disney Plus um, in it? Pretty much Disney Plus in it. Uh, we did. I got to watch uh, The Rise of Skywalker with, got to watch, had to watch The Rise of Skywalker with <laughs> my girlfriend. Uh, Bless your heart. Yeah. She had never seen any of the Star Wars movies. So, like, this was us wrapping up yeah. uh, the Star Wars trilogy trilogy. So, um, is she, like, on the same page as us where, like, likes the prequels, likes the originals, hates the sequels? Or does she like Rey and Finn and Poe? And so, for the most part, she does seem to be on page with us. Okay. But she as insufferable as ray 
is as a character, she does say she likes Ray. Like, well, I think like the whole issue I have with Ray is she's just too powerful for no reason, right? So it's like she's got like the Superman complex to me because I like Ray. Yeah, I do like I like the actress that plays her. I think she's cool to the story, but she goes from like no force powers to moving a mountain in like two weeks. And I'm like, you know, Luke Skywalker couldn't do it. Yeah. Anakin couldn't do it. We, we didn't see her struggle. Right. Like we saw Luke struggle to like use the lightsaber with the training droid and struggle to lift the X-Wing out of the swamps. Yeah. I can't really think of a time where we saw Rey not being proficient at anything. Yeah. I mean, we just got that like two week training montage where she met Luke on the island. Yeah. yeah. And, even, and even then. He was like, I'm not going to teach you. Yeah. I'll, I'll teach then, you three reasons why. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she was the strongest force user ever. She took down Palpatine and all this other Kylo who had been trained in the force. Yeah. But, and uh, my girlfriend did point out in the first movie when she fights Kylo, Kylo is injured. So at least he has an excuse. Yeah, what up? Yeah. It's, it's just bad writing. Yeah. Uh, it, I think. It's all. They needed a roadmap. And it's really surprising considering everything that they've done with Disney has done with the MCU, right? Yeah. They they have a huge roadmap and they just didn't do that with Star Wars, which well, is I th- crazy. I think they have one now because I'm pretty sure like with the Mandalorian and all that, John Favreau has kind sure of taken, taken Star Wars just like he took the MCU. So yeah, I'm crossing my fingers. We need it. Yeah. It's been a lot of bad Star Wars up until... A year and a half ago yeah but uh, other than that i haven't watched anything new mm-hmm. uh just just been really busy in terms of being able to go out to the theater but yeah i mean you got summer you got school and you, i mean you work pretty yeah. much every weekend so it's definitely hard to get out there uh so i can appreciate it um sweet I'm sorry I had to sit through Star Wars, but I, okay. too, I too watched Moon Knight. What's up? Uh, there was one scene. I think it's the best scene in probably a good majority of all Star Wars movies. Uh, yeah, it's a bold claim, but the when Ben Solo like conjures up Han's memory, yeah, that is one of the best acted and best like story beat scenes that I've seen in any like emotional wise probably one of the best scenes in like all of Star Wars because you have to have watched episode 5 and 6 to get there's a reference right and uh, Ben Solo is like dad and he just is completely silent and Han goes I know and for people who had seen episode 5 and 6 you know the response that Han gives to I know like he says I know when Leia says I love you yeah and like a lot of people didn't pick up on that on the first watch but i i heard it and i was like okay so so let me ask you this because this was kind of it's kind of like a theory so in that in that scene do you think han turns on the lightsaber or do you think it's kylo that actually kills him because i thought that han did it because he knew it was the only way to reach his son interesting and that like as long as han solo existed kylo would always be evil 
huh, that's not bad. And it would make sense uh, in terms of like why he struggled so hard with that decision because it wasn't really him that made the decision. Right. But I would probably still say it was him that pulled the it, the trigger, big, essentially. Yeah, the tr- yeah. yeah. Uh, because it, it still ate at him, right? He was, it was ultimately his decision and that's why he came back to being Ben Solo because it, that entire event is what like ate at him through episode eight and nine. Like yeah. he's seen reflecting over Darth Vader's helmet, which different thing, not great, no. but would you would your girlfriend think about the kiss she yeah no she was completely clueless it had no idea um it doesn't make sense no it doesn't uh i think their friend had uh mentioned it like oh yeah when they have the forced dyad visions with each other it's supposed to be romantic well i thought that her romantic partner was finn for i did all, too. for all of it and then all of a sudden it was just like yeah <laughs> take a hike john boyega uh and like the clips of the entire cast just being downtrodden over the movie like you can see it in their faces like oh yeah this is what that turned into that sucks yeah i think it's like the risk you take when you sign on to do these fandom movies because you know a no, no matter how good it is they're they're gonna hate it yeah like you can't so, you, you can't did. please a fan base yeah it's impossible uh so like that sucks yeah. for them but they'll yeah. go down in history as the worst part of star wars unless uh, God, I hope so. <laughs> if I have to sit through anything worse than that, then oh. I'm a sad boy. Supposedly, there's a fourth trilogy in the works with like Keanu Reeves as a like big Sith. Uh, he better be. Re- he better like be re- Revan. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we sent for Darth Revan. Revan. Anything Knights of the Old Republic, like Legends canon. Yeah, if they would just take the stuff from the books and just remake it canon, yeah, okay with that because all the books are great. Yeah, but anyway, so what a tell tell the viewers about Frank. What what movies or what genres do you lean toward? You have any favorite actors, favorite movies? So, in terms of genres, I really gravitate towards like suspense and horror a lot okay Okay. um if it's not like animated type what do you mean animated so in in my list all of the things that are animated are very much like i'm nostalgic for so like monsters inc okay love that movie as a kid which i mean could be arguably scary but um like kung fu panda 2 that movie is great yeah. <laughs> Nobody could tell me otherwise. That's fair. 
Um, you think do you think two is the best out of the three? I do. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. And a silent voice. I know you agree with me on this. Yeah, the movie makes me cry. Yeah, uh, but like none of those I would call suspense or like. Right. Um, I'm a big fan of like Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Okay. Those are great. Uh, Stand by me. I think is an exception. That movie is. I think it's timeless, personally. I mean, it's probably the most quintessential coming-of-age story. I yeah. think if you have a list of coming-of-age movies, it's probably number one on everybody's. Yeah. So, At least people who have seen it. Because I know people my age, a lot of them haven't seen it. Yeah, you're kind of like a 50-50 split on what I think someone your age would see and not see because there's some stuff that like you've seen that i wouldn't expect you to see yeah and then there's some gen zer in you and yeah it makes, i mean it makes a lot of sense you're what about to be 21 this year yeah 21 okay so yeah so where does i guess where does your taste come from like so is it is it like i know you and your dad are super close because yeah tell me he taught you how to skateboard and you were talking talking to him about the Tony Hawk documentary. Yeah. So a lot of it, there, there, I can pinpoint three things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, things that my parents showed me as a kid. Okay. So like that Stand By Me, that's Blade Runner. Okay. Um, the Goonies, things like that. And then there's, in high school, I went on like a, a John Hughes trip where I just like looked at, all things like 80s like breakfast club uh 16 candles yep uh things like that heathers was big i was big into that yeah the the brat pack yeah and then my i think my most current taste comes from like youtube and meme culture okay so people like i hate everything your movie sucks, uh, like Cinema Sins, like they all yeah. very much shaped how I look at movies, which honestly is to my detriment. Because now every time I go into a movie, it's like I'm thinking like they do. And the way they look at movies is a very critical, like, I don't want to say pessimistic necessarily, but they've all seen so many movies that it's like, what I may think is good, they would rank very low or something. Yeah, but I think that's, you know, that's something Kevin and I've talked about a lot, like on and off stream. And there's got to be a point in time where you can just go enjoy a movie. Yeah. Right. And not everything is Oscar bait or like a top 10 yeah. push. Like I saw Ambulance last week. Right. Movie's not good, but <laughs> I had some fun watching it. Uh, I think the worst thing that ever happened to cinema was Michael Bay figured out you can put a camera on a drone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he loves it. Yeah. Uh, but Jake Gyllenhaal carried it. All, all three of the main actors and actresses put on really good performances that without them, that movie would probably be one of the worst things I've ever seen. But for like an yeah. hour and 45 movie, <laughs> I got to laugh and watch some explosions. 
Uh, and I think you just have to know the vibe of the movie when you're walking into it. Like obvious, I mean, what was it? Power of the Dog. I don't know if you've seen it, but super, super Oscar bait. Like okay. it is a very long, depressing two hours. But Benedict Cumberbatch is really good. Okay. But I knew what I was watching. Like when right. I started, like the rest of my family hated it. <laughs> but I don't think they were expecting right. the Oscar-ish type film. Right. So I'm I was that way with like Mission Impossible, most of those movies. Like I go and I'll be like, all right, this is gonna be like a like a popcorn, just enjoy the movie while you can. Yeah. I I didn't like the Meg. I don't know if you remember that movie. Is that, that's what Jason Statham, right? I'm pretty sure. And it had like Rain Wilson. Yeah. Oh, I hated that. I remember going into that movie. I was a big fan of dinosaurs and like prehistoric things at the time. And just, I couldn't suspend my disbelief, I guess. And like, I that was, sorry, good. No, you, I was just saying that's completely valid feeling. Yeah. It was the one, like the only time I walked out of a movie theater. I oh, like you, you didn't even finish it? No, I didn't finish oh. it. Yeah. Oh, I was very, because I think there was a scene where, like, they have a shark, like a great white shark dangling, mm-hmm. and um, the Megalodon comes up and eats the great white. I might be making this up, but then another Megalodon shows up and is bigger oh. than the first one. That's, you see, that's, that's just good script writing. I guess so. There's always a bigger fish. Yes. Uh, so speaking of dinosaurs, are you excited for Dominion? Uh, wait, this may be something different. The is that Ju- a series? No, it's the new Jurassic Park. Oh, oh. Hang on. Uh, okay, I'll be real. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Oh, have you like, have you seen Jurassic World? And yeah, yeah, yeah. World is II? it? Yeah, it's the it's the finishing of that, but it's now Gosh, how they exist with dinosaurs in the open world. Like di- dinosaurs are now inhabiting Earth. That's tough. Yeah, <laughs> and it's getting the original uh, Doctor Grant and yeah. the lead from the first Jurassic Park is coming back. That's sweet, and Jeff Goldblum's in it. That's yes, Jeff Goldblum is in it. That's awesome. I'm excited for that now. So are there any like actors you're high on right now? I know we were talking about a little bit before we went live, but like who, who gets you excited? Like, is there anyone that if they're in it, you have to see it in a theater. So Adam driver was like the one that I was talking about recently. He, again, back to Star Wars, he carried that entire trilogy and there was nothing there were, there were some other redeeming qualities, but most of them had to do with Adam Driver's performance. Um, he plays conflicted characters very well. He does do that. Uh, he was really good in Marriage Story. I haven't seen Marriage Story. I want to, though. Oh, it, it is a very good, like... I like, I like Scar Joe a lot. Yeah, they, they have really good chemistry, too. Um, let's see, besides Adam Driver, Robert Pattinson... I, I was singing his praises back when like Tenet came out. Yeah. And granted, that was not very long ago, but it was the like the wake up moment, like, oh, this guy's like 
really good like yeah. twilight man actually can act that's crazy yeah i think like people need to realize that Kristen stewart and robert Pattinson could always act yeah but it's like there's like this rule in hollywood where it's like you do one for the paycheck one for the heart and so what Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart did said, we'll just do Twilight. Yeah. And then we can just do any Whatever. any period piece, artistic vision, weird, artsy movie that we want to that doesn't have to be for the money. paycheck because yeah. we got our bag and we're good. And then Robert Pattinson picks up Batman, made his next bag. So for the next X amount of years, I mean, Tenet was, I know it came out during covid yeah. But still, I mean, that was a big budget picture. So it's yeah. like, he can just do whatever he wants. The Lighthouse? That was a really good movie. That was crazy. <laughs> um, Yeah, and like, I definitely appreciate that. Him and Daniel Radcliffe are both like that. Daniel Radcliffe I, just does like wacky stuff. Yeah, I don't watch much Daniel Radcliffe. Like he was in The Lost City. And uh, okay. he, was, he was okay in it with... Uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, but I didn't watch The Lady in Black or Tusk. Ooh, yeah, he wasn't. Oh, he was. Yeah, so I yeah. don't watch. That's almost like too far out there in my horror vibe. Yeah, uh, Tusk was very interesting. Yeah, so I don't, I, I don't watch much Radcliffe stuff. Yeah, so I can't say that I do either, but I appreciate the fact that he's able to do whatever the hell he he wants because oh, dude, like, yeah. he got his harry potter bag yeah i mean so did robert pattinson so did <laughs> yeah emma watson yeah emma watson's just living a normal life now i can't yeah. remember the last movie she's actually been in beauty and the beast uh, that might is the last one i remember which was like 2015 or something let me see if she's been doing some indie stuff in her free time That was 2017. Because I know she was going to school. Uh, she did Little Women. She was in Little Women in 20, uh, 2019. And that was the last movie she did. Okay. So three years. But Little Women was great. Yeah. It's a banger to end on. Uh, what else do I have on here? Uh, Christopher Lee. Love that dude, rest in peace. But he was like, I remember him most fondly as Wilbur Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He was Willy Wonka's yeah. dad and I, Count Dooku. I was about to say, I mean, Dooku. yeah. <laughs> uh, but kind of a big deal. Yeah. I just remember, I, I guess I watched that movie so much that I could. Um, that I was able to like cite his lines very, um, sorry, one second. No, you're cool. Um, but I remember I was able to recite like Wilbur Wonka's lines in like the one scene that he was in word yeah. for word every single time he was on screen. And so that just really stuck with me. He's nice. good at playing like 
don't know, not, not Any, TV, but like, anything. Yeah. Yeah, I just think if you put them in whatever you want. Um, yeah, Count Dooku. Oh, he was yeah. also a Saruman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also a pretty big deal. Pretty big, yeah. And he's one of those people who's like, you don't realize how much he's been in until you like look at his uh like the big list of things that yeah he's his got. filmography yeah yeah because he just like just pop up and stuff yeah i remember he was in one really weird film it was like uh i think it's like stirba or something howling like the howling Two. your sister is a werewolf <laughs> he oh. was in that movie sure um and it was just like kind of completely out of nowhere. I think he's the only person that I recognize in the entire cast. That's probably true. Yeah. And it was just very, very jarring to see him in that. I don't remember why I watched that movie, but it was. You know, sometimes it's just okay to watch a bad movie. Yeah. That's, that's fair. A good time waster. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I did that, though. What, watched a bad movie? Yeah, yeah, for the sake of just watching a bad movie. Uh, I mean, sometimes I like... Like, I just watched a movie on Netflix called Metal Lord. Metal Lord. Metal Lords. I think it's about these two kids in high school that started a heavy metal band. Okay. And it's not good, but there were some, like, funny scenes. And so I was just like, you know, I had an hour and a half before work one day. And I was like, sure. I'll watch it. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. I also watch way more movies because of this podcast. Just so that's, that's fair. Um, get stuff in. Yeah. I don't think I watch nearly as much as as much as you do. Well, um, yeah. But that does bring me to one other thing that I think shaped my uh view on movies was sure. the movies that i watched as a kid mm-hmm. so do you remember bridge to terabithia i do so i'm pretty sure that movie like i don't want to say traumatized but stuck with a lot of kids and <laughs> me being one of them uh i mean it does depict a a teenage death yeah so. that was big for me and signs yeah with mel gibson yeah, the the Shyamalan movie, right? Yeah. That movie actually just was what kept the aliens in that movie for no reason was what kept me up at night for like you, three years. Did you put tinfoil on your head? No, I did not. But I just remember looking at it, I'm like, that is horrifying. And then it only took like three years for me to go back, watch the movie and be like, okay, wait. It was not scary. Oh, yeah, you can't rewatch <laughs> old horror movies because effects just don't hold up. Like, stuff that's scary, unless it's, like, I guess more psychological, but if it has to have effects, uh, they just... The only exception to that is anything with H.R. Giger, who did the practical effects for The Thing and Alien. Yeah, but even those aren't that scary. I don't know. The, I think The Thing still holds up. I think The Thing is awesome. Have you seen the remake? I have seen the remake, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in the remake. I'm pretty sure. 
I like the remake a lot. I didn't dislike it, but I think not doing the practical effects really took away from that movie. That's fair. Because, like, the thing was revolutionary for its practical effects. Right. And then you just made everything CGI and... Did the Hollywood thing? Yeah. So you said you're, like, a horror... That's one of your go-to genres. Like, are you... Do you watch them because you get scared? Or do you watch them because it's just a genre you like? It's... Again, I think it's it has to do with internet. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in the age of creepypasta. Okay. Which was huge. So like Ben Drowned, Jeff the Killer, Eilish Jack, Slenderman. Yeah. All of them were like, I don't want to say my heroes, but they were like, oh shit, those are my my boogeymen. Right. And so there was something about clicking on a YouTube video about the Ben Drowned conspiracy. And like, I might get scared, but I want to see if I don't get scared. Right. Um, and so that mentality, I guess, just carries over into movies. Mm-hmm. So I won't do like a horror comedy. I don't really like those that much. Okay. Because I think a lot of horror depends on the atmosphere you set. For and sure. if you're not setting a scary, like a suspenseful, crafted, atmosphere it's like i can't really get into it because you're cracking jokes about i don't know i think cabin in the woods was something that was like that where they like mixed comedy with horror and it it didn't work for me yeah so i'm i enjoy horror movies but like i have like a line of (laughs) horror and gore that i that i'll watch movies up until a certain point so like i saw the first saw movie and it was a little much for me, like as far as like what I want to watch. And then like now with like Hostel and these, yeah, the new Saw movies, I just feel like, like, do you have a line that you cross or is it yeah. all just like fair game at one point? So I do, Gore is a bit much for me. Like yeah. I don't really care for it that much. It gets to me, yes, but not in a way that I find enjoyable. It's kind of just shock gore for the sake of shock factor yeah um the first song movie i think was great and there were some of the traps in the other song movies that i really liked the concept of but eventually like saw itself just became so overdone yeah um and this one might be a little bit of a hot take but sure like freddy krueger nightmare on elm street the concept is super scary, but then you've got Freddy Krueger, who's like a one-liner, like, uh, I don't want to say comedian. He's not a comedian. He's like a... Just like a smartass. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't work that much for me. Like, he's scary. You've got a eradicated face and yeah, like a claw a, hand. He's a burn victim. But yeah. And that's that part's scary to me, but then when he's mouthing off the entire time it's, it takes me out of it yeah i think that's a product of the time period it was made into yeah. i think it's got a very like late 70s 80s vibe to it because like i'm i'm with you like the concept of having to stay awake for survival that's, because like eventually yeah. your body just shuts down yeah like it is 
it that's what bodies do when they're sleep deprived uh and so and that's just i mean they're classics you know the friday the 13th the nightmare on elm streets they're not my favorites but some of the remakes have been good the newest remake of friday the 13th was a lot darker than the original okay i think i'm thinking of halloween kills that came out recently what was the friday the 13th remake when was that oh it was like 2014 okay Um, 2009 jesus oh okay so i probably didn't see it it was probably before my horror awakening yeah uh so do you have you seen any good horror movies recently like any that have have caught your list i wouldn't call it a horror movie i would definitely call it suspense Sure. Uh, Parasite was really good. Parasite, like the the one that won the Oscars, the Korean film? Yeah. Yeah, that movie was great. That was awesome. There might have been one that... I know I saw uh, the... The recent Shyamalan movie. What was it called? Oh, Old? Old, yeah. I wasn't great, but like it was fine (laughs) i don't do Shyamalan. he had one great film in the sixth sense okay yeah the the rest of his stuff has been mediocre at best signs was good i guess but signs Signs stuck with me i think the village stuck with me the village like i hate Shyamalan because he has really good movies and then, then like the last 30 minutes of it, he decides to ruin everything he set up for the rest yeah. of the movie. No, I agree. That's exactly what the village was. No, that's valid. I haven't seen any like recent horror movies that I liked. Have you gotten to see X? No, but I it's, did want to see it. It's really good. Okay. As, as far as a suspense horror film goes, it's probably the first one in a long time I've seen that I was like, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll send for that. <laughs> uh that's the one about them making an adult yeah, film. Yeah, they're making the adult film and then things go south. Okay. So uh the conjuring devil made me do it was not mm. De- demons don't really do it for me anymore. No. I think they Hollywood like squeeze that completely dry yeah it's all just you know like i guess exorcisms are the scariest i get with demons but possessions paranormal activity was big when it came out because it was like an actual good handy cam yeah thing and they could kind of bill it as oh this is a true story yeah oh yeah blair witch project i really love that was a big one for me and it also pioneered like handheld everything yeah found footage yeah like yeah just took the world by storm that was sweet would you count uh cloverfield i i mean i didn't 
God, I don't even know if I watch Cloverfield. Um, handicam stuff, like I'm not a fan of the yeah. genre particular. Yeah. Uh, just because it's so shaky for me that That's I can't right. really, I can't really get like a sense of the scene. Yeah. But like far as Cloverfield, I like the concept. I'm a big kaiju guy. All the yeah. Godzillas, things like mm-hmm. that. So the so the first Cloverfield movie had a whole ARG with it. Right. Like people were putting together clues on like several different websites. They made like fake companies and would send people like packages and stuff. That was sweet. And I really like it when horror movies do it just for the sake of like making it more suspenseful or more intriguing. Sure. I think intrigue is the biggest motivation for me to go watch a movie. Okay. Like, do I find the concept intriguing? And so like, that's why old work or that's why I went to go see old because I was like, I knew it was based off a graphic novel. And I did not know that. Yeah. The graphic novel is super nihilistic. Okay. Um, and I, th- it ends differently. Than the movie? Yeah. For better um, or worse? Better. It, it is a very hopeless ending. Um, basically, I don't know if you care about spoilers. I'm never going to see it, I'll be honest okay. with you. So, so basically, the, the book ends with like this. I don't remember why. I don't think they ever found out in the book why the island ages you so quickly but basically one of the women has a child Mm -hmm. and this child is actually like a a day or two old max but he's already in the body of like a 35 year old man right and he's sitting on the beach and like you watch him get old and like die as a literal infant in the body of an old man and he, I think he's like the last person on the island and everyone's gone and everyone turns to dust. And it is one of the most despair inducing things that I've ever read. And the movie is like, oh no, it was like metals, medical science. Like you all have, uh, something is wrong with you. You all have like birth defects or something and we're trying to fix you. Yeah, I'm almost like, okay in horror movies if they end depressing yeah like i don't always think the killer has to get god or there needs to be like a ride off into the sunset movie like i just think sometimes you just have to realize that people are gonna have to deal with what they went through yeah (laughs) you know and that's and that's okay yeah i won't mean that in like in the scheme of the genre yeah right like if it's a superhero movie I don't think it's like awesome to like kill off half your yeah, cast and yeah, have, <laughs> have the have the Joker kill everyone and be like, oh yeah, movie's over. Sorry guys. Um there was another horror movie that I really liked. Uh oh no, it was Studio 666 that I didn't get to see. Oh the Foo Fighters movie. Yeah. I also missed out on Studio 666. And it was like only in theaters for like two weeks. Yeah, it was like had like three show times. <sighs> it looks like 
you can rent it already. Okay. So I might have to do that because I wanted to to see that. Yeah, I like just because I'm a, and yeah. I know you're you're a huge foo fighter. Yeah. And unfortunately, whatever. Yeah. Did, did they figure out what happened to their drummer? Was it drugs? They found like a huge mix of things in his urine sample that they took. So probably. Um, yeah, but they never came out with an official statement, I don't think. Yeah. And they they just like canceled all their tours for all their upcoming upcoming tours. And weren't you going to one of their concerts? Yeah, I was supposed to go in July. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh like they should take all the time that they oh, no, no, yeah, like, no, as not, much as it hurts, hurts like, me. Yeah, no, I get like, that. Did they refund your ticket? I that's a good question. Um Liz is the one who uh she was taking care of got him for me, yeah. So, so weird sidebar from that conversation. But you told me you like you said you really like the Goonies. Yeah. So I didn't realize it, but the husband in everything everywhere all at once is data from the Goonies. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and you can hear it in the way he talks. Oh, that's awesome. He was my favorite character in that movie. Well, yeah, he was the funniest part of the Goonies. Yeah. Easily. But yeah, he, he started talking and I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And I looked it up and he said he like retired from acting because there was no roles for Asian American actors yeah. at his time growing up. And he said then this like resurgence has come out with like Shang Chi, yep, and this and Parasite and stuff like that, and Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, he he actually mentioned that was the movie that inspired him to wow come back. That's awesome. Good for him. And I love Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, so especially making a second one. Sweet. Yeah, let's get some get some Filipino actors out there. I have literally not seen one. I cannot name one Filipino actor. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, there's been a huge surge, and good for them. Like, Korean cinema has exploded mm-hmm. over the past two years. Yeah, between especially for Netflix. Like, I don't know, if, like, if Netflix just has a pipeline for them, but them getting stuff like Squid Games and yeah, Alice in Borderlands. Oh, right. What was the one about the train? Train, train to Busan. Yeah, that movie's insane. I feel like I feel like zombie movies. Yep. I got it mixed up with Snowpiercer for a very long time. I mean, there's only like there's only so many movies on trains. True. So I get it. And then we're getting Bullet this year. That's another movie on a train with okay. Brad, Brad Pitt. Oh, I did see the trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so you you said you had a topic, right? Right, you yeah. You said it was bad adaptations? Yeah, bad versus good adaptations. Okay. You have a list you want to go I, through? I don't, but I can think of a ton at the moment. So like, what do you mean by adaptations? Are you talking from like so, book to film? Yeah, or like uh, some kind of written or drawn media to film. Okay, does it have to be like, are you looking for like one for one adaptations or things just like loosely based on worlds that are already established? It can be both. Okay. 
because on here I have, I guess my first good movie adaptation is Thor Ragnarok, which takes from Thor comics, but it also takes from the comic Planet Hulk. Yep. And because we don't have, we have one incredible Hulk movie, but Thor, like the planet that they're on in Thor Ragnarok is like that entire gladiator place is Mm -hmm. a, is a Hulk story. And they took aspects of that and they took aspects of Thor's journey and they put them in one movie and you got Thor Ragnarok. And yeah, it's not, you know, 100% accurate to the source material, but it is personally, it's my favorite MCU movie very close to Guardians of the Galaxy, but Thor Ragnarok is like top three hands so, down for me. So you think you said Thor Ragnarok's your favorite MCU movie? Yeah. I so think. like, do you differentiate uh, differentiate your MCU from like every movie that's not the Avengers? Or do you count the Avengers like when you're ranking your list? Typically, I don't count the Avengers. So, do you like you liked Ragnarok more than you liked No Way Home? Oh, No Way Home's up there now. It's like also top three. Uh, that's a good question. I don't think I've been asked that yet because because I'm also a Thor Ragnarok stan. Yeah, like I think it is one of the best i mean just not just mcu movies but just movies in general yeah as far as character development uh i mean redemption stories for loki yeah uh you know he's like a pseudo hero in this one and you have yeah you have thor dealing with it you have their third sister and everything that odin did yeah Uh, i think taika waititi is a fantastic director yeah also he played Korg. Korg was Korg. one of the best. Uh, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, we love Korg. I hope yeah. we get more of him in Love and Thunder. Yes. 100%. Which, that comes out in like two months, so they need to drop a... Nuh-uh, really? Yeah, they haven't dropped a trailer yet. And Logan, if you're telling me that No Way Home is mediocre, that is a hot take. And <laughs> I'm I- not. And an ass take. No, I'm talking about oh. I'm talking to the chat. Oh, who? A buddy from Mississippi. Yeah. That's crazy. Tragic. I've never actively cheered in a movie theater as much as I did during No Way Home. I did for Endgame, but, but like, well, yeah, after Endgame, there was nothing. It was it yeah. was No Way Home and Endgame, and that's it. So, I think, and I, I'm sure you haven't gotten a chance to see it since it just came out last week i think sonic 2 mm-hmm. and sonic 1 in general were trying to let me go through mental checks probably two of the best video games if not the best video game adaptations we've ever gotten that's great yeah because i also watched uncharted this year and it was mm-hmm. bad oh that it sucks was, it was just not good what was um so i actually never saw sonic 1 or 2 okay i do know the general concept of the story but it was it was good good yeah it's just they're fun movies like you go in there you're getting a very 90s jim carrey Mm -hmm. so he's very ace ventura yeah 
like very slapstick, very sporadic, very random. Okay. Us uh, like liar, liar things that I grew up with that like where I thought like in Jim Carrey's heyday when he was the funniest comedic yeah. actor uh, in Hollywood. So you got that. You got a very dry knuckles with Idris Elba. He was yeah. very much like a Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like didn't didn't comprehend how Earth customs were, and so like oh. a lot of the dialogue between him and Sonic, he's very much like a teenager. Uh, like I said, who's who's engulfed himself in the meme culture? Uh, the way they interact with each other is super funny. Tails was great, um, and I just support like when the first Sonic came out, and they did the original trailer, and Sonic looked so bad. Oh yeah, and then they went back, they listened, they like they listened to the fans, and they were like, "We hear you." They went back and they redid everything, everything his about model, right? Yeah, his entire character model. So God knows how much money and time it took for them to do it uh but like the fact that they showed that they cared enough to listen to the fans i'll support any movie they put out and i mean jose andrew and i saw it Mm -hmm. and then i andrew not andrew uh, jose jason and i saw it and we were like laughing out loud in the theater so in a good way i assume yeah in a great way it's not like oh this is so cheesy it's just like this is a fun movie good good so i never grew up with sonic sonic yeah. was like one of the few video games that like, i got into mario mm-hmm. and i got into like zelda but sonic was in a time period where my parents didn't have video game consoles we mm-hmm. didn't have any video game consoles so it was kind of left it was sonic and mega man and i didn't discover mega man until he was in smash bros yeah. in like 2014 so sonic was always in a limbo for me so i wasn't super compelled to go watch it initially but my eight-year-old brother saw it the sonic 2 yeah he said it was great my mom went with him she said it was awesome uh nice she had no clue what was going on so i took that as a sign that it was a good movie yeah so i'm not like the hugest sonic fan i mean i had my first thing my first system growing up was a genesis Mm. uh so i played a lot of sonic 2 and things like that but i don't even think it's like you have to be a fan of sonic to enjoy the movies the characters are well written the the jokes stick they're not just like roll your eyes like okay on to the next one Mm -hmm. like it's good timing uh i don't know if you watched parks and rec i've seen a couple episodes but i don't know yeah the guy who voices sonic is in it and he's he's super funny to me uh ben schwartz i think is his name okay Okay, I do recognize him, yeah. Yeah, goofy dude, mm-hmm. but very funny. Um, so it's probably like the best video game adaptation that's come out. I feel like that's a very... Honestly, that's high praise because I get that it's not very hard to do Yeah. to be the best video game adaptation, but being a good video game adaptation is it's difficult yeah i don't know why it's so hard to do but i mean probably the only other one i've actively enjoyed that's not just like a huge meme like i like the original mortal Kombat, but i understand that movie's very bad 
Oh, yeah. Uh, same thing with the original Street Fighter when they cast a Belgian guy to play Lieutenant Guile, who is the uh, most American person on this planet. And the guy can't even speak like clear English. Oh, no. Lo- loved it because I grew up with it, but super awful. Uh, yep. But I really liked Detective Pikachu. I don't oh, know if you yeah. can call that an adaptation. It's not based off a game or anything, but I mean, obviously it's Pokemon, Pokemon, but it's no storyline. Yeah. But I'd almost it, rather them do that. Yeah. I, De- Detective Pikachu has a game. Like it was a game first and then they oh, came does out it? with the movie. Okay. Yeah. I didn't play Detective Pikachu. I didn't either, but it's there. Yeah. I mean, it's there. And, you know, it's just, I'd almost rather video games just take loose story based things. Mm hmm. Kind of like what the MCU has done and like yeah. just make their own story. Like Uncharted would have been fine had it just been an Indiana Jones movie with Nathan Drake. Right. And not where they're like, we have to cram these individual details from all the games into a super incoherent story. Yeah. And then because we don't want to piss off the fans. Yeah. And it, it, it needs to you pissed them off anyway. So. Yeah. You gotta you gotta write a story first. Yeah. And you can sprinkle in your Easter eggs. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just like, I wonder if Hollywood tries or if they just say, hey, we have a super good IP. Yeah. People are going to watch it. I mean, that's what I feel like with Morbius. Yeah. I mean, but like, even then, who knew who Morbius was? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like Sony makes movies like it's still 2000 and we're watching like, the original daredevil and ghost rider and those are the movies they're like duplicating when it's just yeah. like, but we've come so far and it's just because i i mean morbius is a cool character i agree i agree and i think jared leto did a good job like i know he's getting a bunch of flack for the movie being bad but it's not his fault yeah. that the script and directing was cheeks yeah he did everything he could i also don't like that these movies i think they just benefit so much more if spider-man is in them yeah so all of the spider-man movies have been disney sony collaborations right like Uh, spider-man all of the tom holland yes yes none of the i don't think disney has anything to do with venom venom or venom or carnage or morbius i think that's all sony okay and i know they were trying to push in the trailers so hard that Hey, yo, we're connected to Spider-Man. Yeah. We, we have, we got Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in here and we got the Vulture in our movie and he like wasn't even in it. Neither like was barely Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man. Yeah. Like there's, if you watch the trailer for Morbius, half the scenes in the trailer aren't actually in the movie. Great. Yeah, so it's just like, what are we doing here? But I, on the topic of Spider-Man, Yeah. I still think into the Spider-Verse, I still put it on par with No Way Home. I think oh, those two are... It's the best animated movie ever made. So. I I agree with that. Um, the reason I say that, though, is I, I would consider No Way Home as like a celebration of Spider-Man. Yeah. Celebration of everything Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse is just trying to establish something completely different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're trying to establish Miles as a like a household name, I would say. Yeah, and I think that's perfectly fine uh, because they still, because there's going to be people that refuse to acknowledge a Spider-Man that's not Peter Parker. 
same thing with like there's people who won't acknowledge green lanterns that aren't how jordan and things like that yeah. uh so it's just getting to like having peter parker be the like mentor to miles morales kind of bridges that gap but i also think into the spider-verse did for what normies or what i call normies people who don't read the comic books mm. can finally say like okay spider-man is not a person it's a mantle yep so like miles morales is a very different character than peter parker i agree and we finally got to see that in into the spider-verse yeah and like i'm super i i think uh okay it'll be hard to beat no way home as the most anticipated movie of oh no way home came out last year yeah so across the spider-verse part one is coming out this year yep in october yeah, for me, I think that's my most anticipated movie of this year, besides uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, and that's, look, I'm right there with you. I saw a trailer for Into the Spider-Verse the other day, and I was like, dude, why do I have to wait six months for this movie? Uh, I also read that every different world they go to mm-hmm. was animated by a different artist. Oh, that's so, so awesome. So I think they go to like nine different Spider-Verses, and each one was a different artist doing their take on what that universe would look like oh that's amazing which is like what separated into the spider-verse to begin with right it's artistic style it works yeah it was like up until arcane came out right last year it was probably the biggest step forward we had taken in animation that wasn't just like we're gonna smooth the edges out because like pixar always has really pretty movies but no one had tried the we're gonna do just like it's gonna look like a comic book it's gonna gonna have the black dots it's gonna be like you're reading a page we're gonna add the whams the punches we're gonna have like comic panels and things like and this is just gonna flow super well yeah and so i really do think it worked because most people didn't know what they were getting into yep like you had the spider-man name but you just kind of went into it i guess expecting a kid's movie yeah i think most animated movies kind of get that vibe to begin with yeah and then it, like it's not adult car or it's not adult animation which is very just much not the case anymore like yeah. uh, i mean spider you know spider versus fun for the whole family yeah but i don't think you have to be a child to have fun watching the movies there's a bunch of adult elements i mean mm-hmm. he watches his uncle die and he has to come to the realization that his idol growing up is actually a criminal yeah but he's only a criminal to like make ends meet and it's not like uh he's doing it because it's a bad guy i think he's just in a tough position yeah which is the beauty of spider-man in the first place like spider-man's the only character i ever see worry about rent or like True. what his girlfriend's like trying to juggle being a good boyfriend on top of being a superhero so he's super relatable as a 24 year old in new york trying to figure out how he's going to pay yeah for a studio apartment that costs a billion dollars <laughs> when he doesn't have time to work a traditional job yeah uh makes me very intrigued to see what tom holland's spider-man is gonna do after not existing yeah it'll be i mean they kind of do whatever they want i think yeah i'm just gonna have to hold out all speculation until what happens in dr strange yeah uh because like it 
I, mean, I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, there's a chance we get Professor X. There's, there's, oh. a chance, there's a chance we get Michael B. Jordan as the Black Panther. Yeah. What are the odds we get Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I just don't know where Wolverine fits yeah. into the story because, like, Professor X and Black Panther, they're all a part of the Illuminati, Illuminati. Yeah. together. So, like, that's a storyline that could very much piece together yeah. all of them. I don't know where we They're get missing it. Tony, right? Like, Tony was one of the founding members. Tony too. was one of the founding members, which makes me think, do we get an alternate universe Tony Stark? Because, like, there's been loose rumors that Tom Cruise is playing a Tony Spark. Tony no. Oh, okay, unless it's Superior Iron Man. I mean, who knows? Tom Cruise would be a great superior Iron Man, like with the white suit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I want, I like my two biggest hopes for Doctor Strange is they introduce mutants. Yep. And they introduce the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Do we think John Krasinski is going to be Reed Richards? <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the wish list. And whoever put that picture out on the internet is like ruined. Yep. I mean, any actor they put out for him because it, it was such a good fit. Yeah. And even then, having like Emily Blunt as the invisible woman was also a super great fit. Yeah. And they're married in real life. So, but who knows? I knew he tried out for Captain America when it yeah. first came out. Uh, but I mean, Chris Evans. I think Chris Evans walked I mean, in and he was like, oh, I... yeah, dude, just blonde hair, blue eyed, jacked. Okay. That's as much. Captain America as you can yeah. get. So that movie's going to make a billion dollars and God knows what it's going to do for the the multiverse. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I've seen a lot of people I guess this was last year before phase 4 had like completely started or like rolled gotten the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. people were saying like i don't really care about what's going on in the mcu anymore because there's no like central story to revolve around and i'm like we have several different multiverses collapsing in on each like on each other there's got to be something that's about to happen you had wandavision loki spider-man all de- dealing with like separate multiverse, yeah, like multiversal threats. And like, I think Doctor Strange will be the the pinnacle. Yeah, it's it's very much the catalyst of whatever this phase is. Yeah, it'll. I think it's going to be a stand-in for an Avengers movie. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's there we could very much see the new Avengers form to answer whatever threat. <gasps> comes out but i mean like we know what the threat is right so it's it's kang the conqueror yes at some point is the galactic threat that they have to deal with and i know he's for sure slated into the new ant-man movie quantum mania did not know that okay so he's confirmed for that so we could very much see a new avengers formed with you know like okay this is the first galactic threat we faced since Thanos, Earth mm-hmm. need Earth needs a team. Yeah. And they'll butcher it and they'll put Captain Marvel in charge. 
and that's awful. Yeah. Because I hate Brie Larson. Yeah. And there's just cooler characters. Just make Professor Hulk the leader. Yeah. He's the only one that was through it all anyway. Oh my god, you're right. Besides Thor, I guess. Yeah, I mean Thor. Thor Thor's not going to be there. Thor's gallivanting along with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. Oh, that's going to be... Yeah, I'm trying to think of other characters they could make. So they could bring in uh, Florence Pugh's character from Black Widow. Yeah. They can bring in uh, what's her name? Um, Haley Steinfeld's character oh, Kate from, Bishop. Yeah, Kate Bishop from Hawkeye. Yeah. And that replaces Black Widow in there. Yeah. Um, we have Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier. Okay. Uh, if they reintroduce a new Black Panther through the multiverse, which I'm okay with. Uh, people may call it a cop-out to have Killmonger be a Black Panther. But, I mean, Chadwick Boseman passed away. They got to do something to keep the character alive. Uh, Who was was the other? It was the rival tribe. M'Baku. M'Baku. I'd be cool with him being Black Panther as well. Yeah. Uh, But the only thing is they burnt all of the plant that Uh, turned you into the Black Panther. Yeah. So, like, I would much rather them give us a multiverse storyline than actually we saved one secret plant yeah just in case this ever happened like i think that's a that's a way worse cop out than yeah and i'm very afraid that that's what's gonna happen though and everyone likes michael b jordan anyway like he's a great actor killmonger was a very popular villain yeah so just bring him back and like he can deal with the backlash he'll probably get in wakanda for being a version of a guy that tried to take over and kill them all yeah he was in the what if series too right his character i think so so i could see them bringing specifically that well no that guy was like actually bad though yeah but yeah just bring in a good version of that call it a day yeah move on with your series uh i know they wrapped filming like it's completely finished right or filming is finished oh yeah it's i mean we are less than we're 15 like 21 days away from multiverse yeah it's gonna be big i i have a feeling it's gonna be a lot bigger than people are expecting it's not gonna be no way home big but it's gonna it's gonna be large yeah okay you say that like think about the what could happen? Like, we already know Professor X is making an appearance. We assume. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm right. almost certain that's Patrick Stewart's voice. It, yeah. And, like, we've also got Deadpool floating around. He can show up. I think if they pull it, like, put Deadpool in this movie, I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip. I think if Disney was smart, they would let Deadpool take over the Stan Lee cameos and just have Deadpool with like a Stan Lee poster uh. at least <laughs> at least once in every like have you seen this man like him <laughs> posting it somewhere and him just take over I guess that's smarter yeah because with what's happening in Moon Knight right now 
and Wade Wilson's character, they kind of fill very, very similar niches in terms of characters. So if you've got Mark Spector playing or like with his multiple personality disorder, and you've got Wade Wilson also with voices in his head. Yeah, we're also like, and I don't know what they're going to do with it, but like with Moon Knight and the Eternals and introducing the Black Knight and Blade, we're also like setting up like a supernatural MCU. Because like, that's what, like I said, I haven't read any Moon Knight stuff, but he joins a team called like the Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. And it's very much kind of like the Justice League Dark with Constantine and yeah. uh, all of them, where they just oh. handle like the the horror side of the world, like I, Dracula and things like that. So I think can, I know what it will be. We can very much see like two different storylines taken on, like because yeah. I know like what if zombies is a thing. Yep. So do you remember what was the dude's name? John Walker in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So they've got him. They, I don't know who they'll recast for uh, Thunderbolt. Ross. Yeah. Uh, but he was Red Hulk. Yeah. Uh, they've got Yelena. They, they're setting up a Dark Avengers for yeah. sure. And I think they'll probably end up putting Moon Knight on that team if not dark avengers and like the thunderbolts or whatever but we know blade and the black knight interact because the voice at the end of the eternals is blade talking to him while he's about to pick up the cursed blade yeah uh so we know they'll be together uh i could very much see moon knight interacting with them as much as egyptian mythology that he deals with i could see him dealing with dracula-esque you know, them dealing with monsters instead of villains. Yeah. Uh, Which which I'm down for. Like, I don't think every... Obviously, like, Thanos is a huge threat. Yep. But... Not everything's world-ending. Well, there are are bad guys existing that aren't cosmic entities. Like, that's where your daredevils, your punishers, these, like, feet on the ground... Yep. superheroes come in which is like a cool storyline Hawkeye was one of my favorite TV shows because it wasn't over the top superpowers like it was just a guy with a bow and arrow surviving the mafia yeah it's just like you know he's still saving innocent lives just not on such a grand scale he's just trying to be a dad yeah just trying to get home for Christmas yeah I sent for the MCU, bro. Yeah, it it's kind of crazy that Marvel comics have surpassed DC in popularity. Because I, mean, I remember DC sorry. does it to themselves. Yeah, they do. But I do remember a time where like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, they were all way bigger household names than anybody in marvel except for spider-man and spider-man was the only person who could hold a candle to anything dc and now it's just like complete opposite and i think like on paper like in the like on actual comics 
DC st- still probably puts out better written stories, mm-hmm. but it's just like no one, like, and look, comics are, they are what they are. Like, you're going to read them. They're never going to be as grand a scale as cinema. Yeah. Like, it's not going to reach nearly as many people. And all DC had to do was just take their time and they just refused. Yeah. And now, no one from the original Justice League is even, I'm sorry. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. and yeah, uh, no, Jason Momoa. It's oh, yeah, around like Ezra Miller is getting canned because yeah. he's, an, he's an idiot. There's no, they haven't even mentioned Cyborg since the Justice League. Is oh, so he supposed to get a movie? Who knows, man? Oh my god, who knows? They just like jammed him in there because they needed a tech guy, uh, which I don't know why they have Batman who, if he preps, he can do anything. Yeah, speaking of Henry Cavill. I saw somebody online say that he would make a good Wolverine. And I'm kind of like, I kind of agree. I don't think he'd be that bad considering he played Geralt, right? Yeah, but I think Henry Cavill's too pretty to play Wolverine. True. There's not this like, there's, there's just something about Hugh Jackman, like he's gritty. Yeah. I think, do you watch The Boys? I have not watched it yet. I definitely okay. need to. So there's a guy, let me find his name. He plays the butcher on the boys. I think he's already a character in the MCU. I mean, I think he? if I'm thinking of the right person. Is he? What's his, what's the actor's name? Carl Urban. Never mind. Thinking of a, of a different person. Yeah, like if you just Google him and look at him, he just oozes Wolverine vibes to me. Oh, okay. So that that is who I was thinking of. I got him mixed up with somebody different. Uh, no, no, he he was in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, he was in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he was. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, the guy that was looting all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Back to the drawing board. It's got to be Hugh Jackman again. Yeah, but we gotta let we gotta let Hugh move on. Yeah. Um, I would love for them to have somebody short actually come in and play. Yeah. Because he, uh, Wolverine is like five three. Oh yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's not an intimidating figure. He's just. <laughs> you can just tell he's seen some shit. Yeah. And I mean, he's fought in every war, so he has seen a ton of stuff. Dang. And he can't die. So. It's got to suck. It would. Having the love of your life die all the time because you outlive them. Jesus. And then you fall in love with a girl who turns into a, a cosmic ending <laughs> entity. Oh, uh, so I never saw it. I assume you're referring to Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I never she, saw Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. But like, have you, have you not read the very few i am not an x-men person actually oh okay so i'm the exact opposite like x-men was like what got me into comics like it's okay. spider-man but i'm also a product of the 90s where the x-men and the amazing spider-man tv show were like my saturday morning cartoon right everything so okay. uh and gambit's one of my favorite comic book heroes uh, he's got a lot of swag yeah uh but so like gene is the first person maybe not the first person, but she gets inhabited 
by the Phoenix Force. Okay. Uh, which is a cosmic entity that gives you like superpowers, like like Galactus Godly. level, yeah, okay. Galactus level powers. Uh, and she couldn't control it, so they had to kill her. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then the Phoenix Force went back into the cosmos. Uh, let's see, Lo- Logan, Tom Hardy's already Venom. We can't yeah. ha- we can't have him do. Uh, do Wolverine. Yeah. It's just time to find someone that's unknown. Yeah, it'll be in a like they, they do it for everyone. It'll be somebody who's not got a big. Yeah, he would have to dye his hair. I would. I mean, I could see Charlie Hunnam. He's uh, Jax from Sons of Anarchy, if you ever watched that. He was also in Pacific Rim. Okay, I do recognize him. Somebody said Shia LaBeouf. Who said Shia LaBeouf? I don't know. Uh, I, I definitely have heard uh, somebody tell me, like, oh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. And I was like, um, no. Yeah, but, like, it'll be like another Tom Holland situation where... Yeah, you just have to pick somebody. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll pick somebody good. They typically do great casting. Oh, yeah, they haven't really missed... I mean, as much as I hate Brie Larson, she fits the the Captain Marvel yeah. vibe. But, yeah, it'll be... I think, like, the danger of showing Hugh Jackman again is that, like, if you're not... If, if they do have a cameo with Hugh Jackman, that almost solidifies they're not going to use that character yeah. and anything else. So it's like, do we want to have Hugh Jackman cameo or do we want to have like an actual Wolverine character reintroduced into the world? Because it's like hard for me to see an X-Men without a Cyclops, yeah. a Storm, a Wolverine, a Professor X. Like, It'll be... Logan Lerman was Cyclops, right? Am I thinking of the right person? Is the it's the dude from Sonic? Wait, are you talking about in like the first, like the new? Oh, like oh, it's uh, not Logan Lerman. Are you talking about like nineties X Men or the, the first class, first class, and stuff like that? It was he was in Ready Player One. Yeah. What's the guy's name? It's not Logan Lerman. Um, I'll find it here for a second. This is so hard to find. Ty Sheridan. Okay. Yeah, that's him. I mean, I would be fine with him keeping his Cyclops role. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, they could reintroduce a Jean Grey. Sophie Turner is such a... I would hate for them to miss out on on her because she's a great actress. She is, but she's already... 
gone off the deep end. She's already been Phoenix forced. Yeah. So like, unless that just never happened, which I'm cool with. Yep. I mean, I mean, we got Oscar Isaacs. He was apocalypse. We got yeah. him back as Moon Knight. So maybe we can salvage Sophie Turner. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Josh Brolin was Thanos and Cable. That's true. Josh yeah. Brolin had a big year that year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Who else was that? I really hate, we'll probably never get Michael Fassbender as Magneto again because he was the best part of those movies. Yeah. Okay. I definitely saw two of the X-Men movies when I was younger, but I don't remember. One of them was the Wolverine one because... I mean, have you have you seen uh, Logan? Yes, I did see Logan. I really like that movie. That was a good movie. That was the best Wolverine. Yeah, uh, chat says Dakery Montgomery, the guy from Stranger Things. Have you watched Stranger Things? Oh, wait, did he play Billy? Yeah, the older brother. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see that'd him be being older. That's a that's that's a. We'll pin that one. Yeah, I, I support that decision. We also get Stranger Things 4 in a couple months. I'm excited all, for that. All right, Frank. The real question is, they release on the same day. You I have, know. You have, to, you, have to binge, you have to binge one. Stranger Things 4 Part 1, Kenobi. I know. I I think it'll be Kenobi because it's only two episodes for Kenobi. Oh, is it only two episodes of Kenobi? Yeah. Okay. So I'll def- I think I'll be doing Kenobi first. And then, but if it was a full season, I, I've been on a Star Wars kick lately. It'd probably still be Kenobi. I think it's still Kenobi. Yeah, I like as excited as I am for Stranger Things. Um, like when season three dropped, I, I used to say I held the world record for watching that that entire season. Yeah. the first person to finish the entire season because I watched it as soon as it dropped and I did not take a break, did not get up, did not pause anything to watch that all the way through. And it was like July 4th yeah, the next day. And I was so tired. I had to work some Pepsi booth for a July 4th festival. So chat wants to know if you had, you could only watch one. If I could like, only watch one. Like as soon as you start one, the other disappears. It's still Kenobi. I, okay, good. Yeah, no, it is. Good answer. As much as I do like Stranger Things, I need to see Ian McGregor as Obi-Wan it. again. Like We need it real bad. And Inquisitors and uh, people are saying maybe Count Kestis, who is in uh, Star Wars the game that came out fallen order jedi fallen order okay he was the nice. main character of that yeah people are saying he might make an appearance i would love they'll never do it because they don't have the balls but give me star killer disney <laughs> they will not they won't they don't it have makes the, me so they mad. don't have the nads give me sam worthington as star killer <laughs> that'd be sweet but i mean like Hating Christians is back as Darth Vader. Yeah, hopefully like, they can like he gets a lot of shit. He does. I don't think I don't think he was awful 
as Anakin? No. Maybe this could be like a redemption song for him. Yeah. I like I think he'll have another Andrew Garfield moment. I, I think there's God, the possibility. I sent for Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he oh I didn't mention him, but he's also up there. Did you watch Tick Tick Boom? No. You should. But I feel like he was probably robbed of that Oscar. I wouldn't say robbed. I mean, Will Smith deserved it. King what, what? Richard. Oh, King, King, Richard. Richard. Okay. King Richard was a great movie. Okay. Will Smith just ruined everything. Yeah. For you know. Doing but his... that's I'll I'll get on the soapbox if you bring that back up again. So uh uh well Frank, I'm all out of shit to talk about. I'm gonna be real with you. You got anything else you want to go over? Um I did mention uh ready player one mm-hmm. as in terms of adaptations i think it was okay did you read the book i did read the book the book was very i think the movie got updated necessarily yes like i think if you're going to make a bunch of video game references you have to make it for references that people who are playing video games actively yeah now like i don't i as much as I like love Galaga and Pac-Man, I wouldn't want to go watch a movie of like like him (laughs) him being in asteroids or centipede and stuff like that. So like getting to see the Overwatch characters, the Street Fighters, the Donkey Kong, they're like, yeah. And I mean, the best, my favorite scene of that whole movie is when the dude turns into a Gundam. I was about to say it. (laughs) And like, okay, in the book, it was Ultraman. Yeah. And they also had Voltron. Yeah. But like I will take Gundam. Like that was oh, sweet. Yeah, it was it was super sweet. Um yeah, I, I would call that is even though it doesn't stay true to the source material, I would still call it a good adaptation. It's still a super enjoyable movie. Like you can have a yeah. lot of fun watching Ready Player One. Yeah, and, and like it's not even that heavy. It is definitely one of those you go in to just like have fun, like for sure. It's, I wouldn't call it a heavy movie at all. Uh, chat wants to know if you have read the Grohl autobiography, the storyteller. Uh, I guess I think that's what it is. I haven't yet. I think I read one of the stories that was in it. That he posted it to his Instagram. Yeah, and I was gonna go and trying to find. They had signed copies at like local bookstores here. and i was gonna go get one and they like sold out immediately like they only got 10 each which sucked but i am it's definitely on the list i'm currently reading rereading the hobbit so after the hobbit it'll be did you read the og i mean like not not the og did you read the trilogy i did not read lord of the rings because i've read the hobbit i haven't read the fellowship two towers or return yeah and I haven't read any of the Lord of the Rings, but I have read The Hobbit, and I would say The Hobbit, again, also lives up to the expectations for a good movie adaptation. But that might be my nostalgia lenses, because... Yeah, I think they added some stuff in The Hobbit, like Legolas mm -hmm. being there, and things like that. I didn't remember that. Specifically the first movie. I really liked the first movie, yeah, and I thought it did a good job. But yeah. again, I haven't seen them in years and I haven't read the book in years. 
but yeah, I mean they're like it's a Peter Jackson movie. Like the bar yeah. is only solo. Like I say it's an okay movie, but like in the grand scheme of life, it's like an 80 out of a yeah. hundred. Yeah. It's just compared like I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is like the greatest trilogy ever made. Like top to bottom, directing, acting, world building. Yeah. Everything about it for three movies is perfect. Like sure Frodo's annoying but Frodo was a character that was meant to be annoying yeah like do you know Legolas only speaks one line to Frodo in the entire trilogy yeah it's like you have my you bow, have my bow and that's that, it that's the last time he sees him holy yeah no that's fair <laughs> they dip out and then they go they're taking the hobbits to Isengard and they <laughs> and then, and then they go off in different <laughs> directions man they gotta go save Mary and Pippin uh yeah in terms of bad i have like three bad sure let him loose uh, percy, sorry yeah, percy jackson sucks. percy jackson <sighs> hate it but they recast or like they they put out that they cast percy for the new disney plus series oh who is it uh he's a like really young i mean as he should be like percy jackson yeah. was what 13 yeah 12 13 it's uh walker scobell I don't know what he's been in, but apparently he was in like one thing before this. The Adam Project. Oh yeah, he's if you haven't seen that movie, I have not. He's probably one of the best parts about it. He's little Ryan Reynolds. Oh and okay. He's so funny. Okay. He's got that very dry wit, smart ass. I mean, it's it was just like ryan reynolds lines coming out of a 13 year old's mouth so i'm i'm all for it yeah uh that's percy and like i'll take that that's yeah i mean you got alexander daddario was uh, hard to bring yeah she was hard to beat she's she's too hot to be in a children's (laughs) movie i know that much that was the first time i ever saw it. i won tickets to see a midnight premiere of that off of a radio oh sweet and I went and I saw her on the screen and I was in love like instantly. I was like, dude, I can't even focus on how bad this movie is. I, I also didn't think it was that bad as a kid. Granted, I didn't read the books till later, but they, they are one of my favorite series. They're great. So. Question for you. Okay. All right. You get to pick one god outside of the big three to be your, your parent. Okay, like, am I picking on, like, who would be a good parent or how cool it would be to be their kid? Whatever you, yeah, whatever you want, like, your powers to be, like, base your powers off of it, base your, like, blessings. And I can't pick a big three? Yeah, cannot pick a big three. For those who don't know, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades are the big three. Yeah. I'm like, I'm... I've always been a Poseidon guy, but I obviously can't pick him. I I have um, too. So like, half of me wants to say Ares because I think it'd be super badass. Yeah. Uh, and I see how like Kratos turned out, and he was kind of cool. Kratos. Uh, but I'm sure he's a super shitty parent. Probably. So, and maybe like Athena. Athena be sweet. Yeah, she was also kind of. So was wasn't she like super awful to her kids in the books too though yeah i think so i mean i don't think any of them were great parents yeah that's true i mean that's kind of 
that's the whole point on par for the that's like if you can get like i mean i don't know if they count like odysseus would be cool i don't know if they count like other demigods yeah demigods it's interesting that'd be cool i know like i think they count titans right yeah well i know they obviously Cronus is the big bad yeah. of the entire sins because he was trying to kill his kids but yeah of course who hasn't yeah. been there so i <laughs> same bro yeah i hate it when i try to kill my kids and they revolt against me yeah. you know um so i found one goddess her name is taiki okay she is the goddess of good and bad fortune Okay. So you basically just have a luck god on your side. I think that'd be sweet. I guess that'd be like picking Nike, right? I mean, she was just the goddess of victory. Like, yeah. if, you wanted, if you wanted to win all your shit, yeah, she'd be pretty cool. Um, as long as you're not a child in China. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, there's also Hypno. It's a good Pokemon. Yeah, the god of nightmares. Oh no, no. That would be, suck. That would be awful. <laughs> would, yeah. Actually awful. It'd be terrible. But yeah, Percy Jackson was the first one. And then oh. Aragon. Yeah, we've we've talked about how that's an absolute dumpster fire for really yeah. good books. Yeah. And okay, I'll be real. I didn't like Aragon that much as a kid. And as like a fantasy buff mm-hmm. i just didn't like it i hated that movie it was so bad it for as much as i just didn't like the books i like it is so much greater amount of hatred for the movie so you I, you just called yourself a fantasy buff and i know mm-hmm. you're obviously a big star wars fan are you like where on the spectrum do you fall like are you more high fantasy or are you more sci-fi even though like star wars is kind of like a blend it's more of like a space opera yeah and the true science fiction story yeah because metaphorians right i i think i would definitely call myself lean higher closer to high fantasy same like just because i mean my job is magic the gathering that's true you do work at a card shop yeah so um just being around all of that all the time yeah i think personally makes me lean towards that i just like the concept more i liked skyrim way more than i liked fallout yeah same um i guess the one exception is bionicle like is that science fiction though because it's definitely got like high fantasy vibes to me i think that's the coolest thing is that it's kind of a mix of both you've got the 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 world is so like tribal and you don't think about everything is mechanical here right and you mix like ancient mechanical things with a high fantasy power set Mm -hmm. and you've got like personally like the coolest franchise of all time but like it's just it's all world building i guess is what it comes down to if you can build a world well then i will like latch onto that yeah i've i've been into and it's probably like 
from a bunch of the anime I've been watching, but I've been on a big like low fantasy kick. Okay. So like stuff that's got fantasy elements in modern day type mm-hmm. settings. I think that's really cool. Yeah. But I'm definitely more swords and yeah. arrows over laser beams. Yeah. Let me shoot a fireball out of my hand or like strike lightning. Fact. I'm I've always wanted to like snap my fingers and strike lightning somewhere. That's true. That's like the coolest power to me personally. Lightning. Yeah, lightning. I what else could you need? Just smite someone if you don't like them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was there anything else on that bad list? Because uh, Aragon and Percy Jackson were spot on. I had thought of another one. That might be it in terms of what I can remember, though. Sorry, I'm looking around, see if I've got any. Oh, Last Airbender, duh. Oh, yeah. You are, <laughs> you are an Avatar fiend, so I can definitely say. I never watched that movie. Holy shit. Uh, it was. And I liked it as a kid, too, is the thing. Oh, well, we all make mistakes as children. Yeah, like. Oh, it was like, I don't even have the words to talk about how bad of an adaptation it was like you had this huge world like again world building you had all of this to work with and you somehow dropped the ball so hard what's in that Shyamalan (laughs) it's all yeah yeah. it's all he does he didn't even do a twist for that one it was just bad uh chat beetleborgs over mystic nights of Tirnagog. Tirnanog. I don't I don't even think I watched that growing up. But uh, you got a you got a couple years on me, Logan. So yeah, I'll be real. You I know I, you, I know for a fact you've never heard of either, either one of those. Of those. <laughs> Beetleborgs was like a Power Rangers ripoff. Okay. Well, I think into Beatles. I think Jason has talked about it. Oh yeah, that's this definitely seems like a very Jason type show. Yeah. Um, but other oh, the other big superhero that I'm excited for coming up is Blue Beetle. And they just cast his mom today, I think. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, it's coming along. Like Blue Be- besides Mr. Miracle and Superman, Blue Beetle is my favorite DC hero. Does it not like terrify you that? It's a DC property being made in real life. It does. It definitely does. But the fact that the the main actor is Zolo Mariduena, who played Miguel in Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, I'm a super. Cobra Kai is one of the shows that I will watch start to finish. Yeah. It no break. That that is the the one thing that excites me because it means he's playing Jaime Reyes who's like the second or third Blue Beetle, yeah. who's the one that I like. Yeah. Um, and just, I hope it's good. I really hope it's good. And if they throw in a Booster Gold reference, it'll make my day. But it's, yeah. please, please be good. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Chad, I'm excited for Black Adam and Shazam as well. Oh, yeah. 
uh, I think Dr. Fate, wherever he fits into all of that, is going to be sweet. It's Pierce Brosnan. Is that uh, – um, never mind. I'm thinking of Black Adam. Wait, what are you talking about? No, I wasn't thinking. Who is Dr. the gold – Adam Warlock is who I'm thinking of. That's from uh, – Yeah, I got it mixed up. MCU. Yeah. Which is weird that they're introducing Adam Warlock now because Adam Warlock was Should've the guy, guy who defeated Thanos yeah. for – the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I. If it hadn't been Captain Marvel, I'm pretty sure it would have been Adam Warlock who like came in and shot down that big ship. Should have been him. Yeah, we, we saw. She wasn't even in the movie for any of it, and she just shows up she and just shows to, like up. hog all the glory. I don't need an escort. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm, sure, I'm sure Pepper Potts in an Iron Man suit is super capable of stopping a cosmic entity. I mean, Rescue. Rescue was sweet. Rescue is Pepper's hero name. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about, like, out of all the people oh, it that, been. Were, that were I on that see. battlefield that you got to help, you picked her, Shiri. I see what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know who they'll do. Is I think Keanu Reeves said he wanted to do another Constantine movie. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In terms of nerd stuff, I think that's all I got. Oh, go watch Onward. Onward's great. Onward is my favorite Pixar movie. Now, like, did you not think I had never seen it? This is just a PSA to anybody uh, watching. Go watch Onward. It is please. super underrated. I I am extremely biased because it's like it's a brother's story, and I have three brothers. It is also just a big ass D and D campaign. Yeah, I'm extremely biased, but it's I'm so sad that it came out right before COVID. Like that, that is a crime. Tom Holland, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Checkmate. Um, I don't know if you are into the wizarding world, but the only new movie out this weekend, I believe, is The Secrets of Dumbledore. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be trash, but I'll see it because I like Jude Law. Matt Nicholson is in it, right? Yeah. He's, he's the new to, Grindelwald. Yeah, he's supposed to be Johnny Depp's character, who is currently in his, uh, trial right now really yeah are they counter suing amber heard i think it's just i don't i don't know what the logistics are but it's like amber heard versus johnny depp so it probably is a counter suit yeah defamation trial interesting yep so we got that and then father stew the new mark Wahlberg movie came out this weekend okay if you want to see Mark Wahlberg be a preacher. So I haven't seen any of the Fantastic Beasts movies. I don't think they're good. I am also, also, I don't like good. Harry Potter like that. Yeah, so. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Um, no. Like, my big thing is uh, you take me out of it when you have to have a wand to do magic. Um, 
It's just it's, as somebody who's that's such a classist thing to say. I, okay, your wand makes you less of a wizard. As somebody who is just big on fantasy, the fact that I was able to cast a fireball with my hand in Skyrim, or like cast a spell in magic the fact that i need a wand to channel that energy it, it's just the biggest turnoff for me and i don't know why but i could never get over it oh dude i get it there's a bunch of stuff in that here's a hot take for you what final hot take chat snape is an awful character Ooh, okay snape's not a good person um snape is a stalker and a murderer. This is, this is true. And his obsessive love for Lily Potter and the things he did to James and all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying James and them were good people either. They were shitty high school students too. Yeah. But like, you don't get to excuse Snape being a super creepy serial stalker asshole because he he was in love with Lily Potter. Yeah. That's just not. No, that's fair. Um, I definitely know people on both sides of that coin. Like, uh, I know people who are like actually just in love with Snape and yeah. people who despise him. Yeah, so, but the people who are in love with Snape would not like it if they had someone like that obsessing over them. That's fair. Like, why was Snape at their house the night that Voldemort? killed them that's a good question the first thing <laughs> they also the, the first thing he also did was hold the dead body of lily potter instead of checking on the child that was attempting to be murdered yeah no i think i saw a video somebody had just put out like the crimes of snape yeah oh um, yeah i mean i chat says he was used by Dumbledore. I don't think Dumbledore was like innocent either. I don't think anybody that movie was great. I'll be real. Like any of the older characters. Andrew says people who are in love with Snape are simps or use it to excuse their own toxic behavior. I know know Andrew for a fact is very passionate about that subject. Valid. Um, Yeah, but I was never big on Harry Potter anyway, so it's not a big thing for me. Um, I know it is for some people, though. I'll probably see it Sunday since the shop is closed. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. And I feel obligated. My sister's a big Harry Potter fan. Uh, No, the first movie I saw was The Deathly Hallows Part 1. And that was like as it was coming out, and that was the first one that I'd seen. And somebody invited me to their birthday party. And we're like, we're gonna watch Harry Potter. I'm like, okay, cool. Never seen it before. Well, I mean, at least you got to watch some of the yeah. best ones. Like, yeah, that was it. Was good. The hot take but, was the hate for Snape, Logan. You know what it was. My hot take is Revenge of the Sith is the best Star Wars movie. That is. I'll blame that on generational differences because the empire strikes back is the best star wars movie and i get it i get there's like that is the movie you find out darth vader's luke's father you got han frozen and carbonite he got there look there's cooler stuff that happens in revenge of the sith the lightsaber battle on mustafar cool 
I'm all for it. The Grievous Obi Wan fight definitely cooler, but it's just you can't beat. Well, I mean, no, I, can't, I am your it's, it's it's like so weird because like my childhood was when the prequels were coming out, mm-hmm. but I had already been so exposed to the original trilogy that I count the original trilogy as my childhood. Right. And then because like I was like ten when episode one came out. Okay. And so it's like that should be considered my childhood, but I'd already seen episode four, five, and six like a dozen times a piece that they just that's what I consider my childhood, even though they came out 40 years right before me. And I mean I'm the same way, but I consider the prequels my childhood. Yeah. Um but specifically episode three was the one that I watched the most. It's definitely the coolest one. Yeah. I just like the birth of Darth Vader. That like is the coolest stuff. And again, having going back to the generational thing, the meme culture that permeates that movie. Yeah. You have of of any Star Wars movie, uh, you have the most concentration of memeable things. For sure. Uh, You have Palpatine's do it. You've got unlimited power. (laughs) You've got hello there. You've got the high ground. The high ground. Uh, Like all of it is I think the reason that it became so popular among people my age. Yeah. Just were able to was was episode three the I am the Senate? That yep. As well. Okay. Yes. Like, see, it's it's like a not yet, right? Yeah, yeah. It is treason then in that yeah. exact same scene. Yeah. Uh all of that just I think there's just something unspoken when we can meme on that and understand that it's from that Star Wars movie, yeah. even if we don't realize it. That's fair. Um, at least that's just my take. I think if you want to make a good movie or a part of making a good movie is making sure you have something memorable mm-hmm. on a, in a broader sense. But <laughs> I guess specifically for people our age, my age, memorable is broad memeable is what you want it to be like narrow wise if you can make a scene that people will go out of the movie and remember like like america's ass right that was a huge meme and it kind of like drove that movie because if you weren't in on it go get in on it yeah you know yeah yeah and so i think that was a that is at least for nowadays that's a big at least you gotta have one thing that you can meme on in your movie i respect it like no way home was peter one peter two peter three peter three (laughs) peter three (laughs) so and it like if you don't people will find something to meme on like the entirety of ray's character that's true but those movies will just go down as bad though yeah i don't think they'll ever be spoken in the same sentence as episode three or the empire strikes back 
<laughs> or maybe even the Star Wars holiday special. Oh god. Oh geez, I watched that. That's, oh that it's bad. <laughs> Just want to get home for life day. Yeah. Uh, well, Frank, I appreciate you holding down the fort while kevin was gone please and i mean this honestly anytime you want to be on just let me know obviously oh, yeah. I, I see you multiple times a week yeah. so uh whenever you have a topic you want to just let us know sure uh you got any last words for the for the viewers at home um nothing in particular but i hope you guys have a good week appreciate Stay it, strong man. yeah yeah if you're not doing anything for easter and you want to catch a movie or something let us know absolutely all right, and for all of you at home, I told you Father Stu, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, if you want to get out. I know it's Easter weekend. You guys got a bunch of Easter eggs and family things, I'm sure. Uh, but until next week, guys, and sing. Oh, no.